Welcome to the to the to edition of Augusta Ali Podcast Extra, where we do dynamite predictions and our news. I mean extra like, I mean previews. Right, right. We're gonna do this whole right. final preview. Uh final preview is gonna be the last part of this podcast because uh as Augusto Lee has said in his Twitter page, I am leaving this podcast. So but this is the last one. Uh, after this, Augusto Lee will be on his own and perhaps with another co-host if he gets it. Uh, but yeah, we're going to review this Road Rage of 2022, July, I believe yeah. it's 7th edition. So let's start, you know, you know, previewing it like normal and then, then we'll do whatever afterwards. So we have... Uh, AW card. There's a couple of things announced for tomorrow night's AW Dynamite. Uh, one of which is a 20-on-1 handicap match. Uh, it's called a class action handicap elimination match again with plaintiffs versus Wardlow. So that's 20-on-1, 20 plaintiffs versus Wardlow. And another match that is being advertised All-Atlantic Championship match uh, in this tournament, uh, it's a qualifying match for this uh, for this you know fatal four way, um, and it's Ethan Page representing Canada versus the Bulgarian Miro, and then a hair versus hair match uh, between Santana now Santana Ortiz and Chris Jericho. Whoever wins gets to cut the hair of their opponents. And then I'm not sure what's going to happen with this tag team match that has been, you know, you know, every, you know, things have been happening there. Um, it was supposed to be a TLC match between the Young Bucks, uh, the Jurassic Express, the tag team champions, and the Hardy Boys uh, for the tag team championships. It was promoted last week. Now with the Jeff Hardy situation, we don't know what's going to happen, but something of that iteration I would expect to have happened, so we're going to go through that as well. I think that's it for for right now. Oh, and also I think there was one other match. Oh, Dex Harwood and Will Ospreay is also advertised, and we're going to start there, actually. We're going to start with Dex Harwood versus Will Ospreay, um, and it's a promotional match. What do you think about this match? Who do you think is going to get the victory? I'm giving it to Will Ospreay because, like, Will Ospreay lost, like, his team lost last rampage in a tag match. I think Will Ospreay like gets the victory against Dax Harwood. I think it's really more the beginning with with, with FTR versus United Empire. And, yes. Oh, continue. Empire, and it will lead the head on like like FTR versus members of the F, of the United Empire for the. IWGP Tag Team Champions. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think uh, if I were to pick a winner, I'd, I'd say Will Ospreay. You have to put him over hard. I guess uh, since he's a you know a big singles opponent, you could beat him in a you know six mix six man tag. But here against Dex Harwood, who's a tag team competitor, and Will Ospreay, a singles competitor, I think Will Ospreay will get the victory here. I would have to agree with you. And um, I think it's going to be a great match, obviously. 
different, you know, philosophies of wrestling. But uh, we we saw in this ramp past rampage that Will Ospreay could go. He could grapple against Dex Harwood, who is one of the better grapplers of the world. And this is going to be a good match. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a good match. It's going to be a great match. So we're going to go on to the next one, the next thing that is being promoted. And that's a 20-on-1 handicap elimination match between the plaintiffs and Warlow. Who do you think is going to win? It seems like there's only one answer, right? Warlow. He's going to win. It's mostly a big squash match for Warlow. They're slowly building him into the TNT Championship picture against Scorpio Sky. And, yeah, yeah. Oh. I want to see a Warlow versus Scorpio Sky rematch where Warlow gets the the title win against Scorpio Sky. Right. Yeah, I think uh, I also think that Warlow is gonna get the win against these twenty plaintiffs. Obviously, we've seen Warlow, you know, get rid of you know the security guards and everything. And like, if it were nothing, I'm I'm not expecting anything different, um, unless there's some type of twist or whatever. But Nah, but I think he's going to win for sure, no matter what. Um, uh, Wardlow did say that he's going after the TNT Championship, and he's one of those guys that maybe he is that next, you know, TNT champion that everybody loves, and everybody seems to hate Scorpio Sky as TNT championship, champion at least. And I think Wardlow is going to be that next champion um, to give that prestige back to, to that championship. And this is a good way to do it, you know, just uh, to keep on going with that momentum and, you know, um, showing his strength and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next thing would be Chris Jericho versus Ortiz in a hair versus hair match. Who do you think is getting shaved bald to, uh, tomorrow night? I'm seeing Jericho shaving, getting shaved bald. Because, like, Jericho's going bald, going balding with, like, he has top of his head. He's might getting shaved, getting shaved bald. But most likely, like, I think Ortiz that gets shaped bald is a possibility. They, they're throwing in Jericho getting shaped bald and red herring, but most likely, like, like, like Ortiz that gets shaped bald. Yeah, yeah, it's this one's a tight one. I don't know. I think people are kind of split on it, but uh, I, I would say almost surely that Chris Jericho is going to get shaped bald. Usually the heels lose these matches, but. Uh, but it could be anything. I mean, obviously, I, I would, I could see Ortiz wanting to shave his head. Um, Chris Jericho, obviously, um, he is balding, and I would see why he would want a, a shaved head as well. But uh, I'm going to, if I were to pick one of them, I'd say Chris Jericho. I would say Chris Jericho, and also uh, he's really in tune with the lucha libre culture, the Mexican wrestling culture. So, like, uh, I'm sure this was his idea, and maybe he's going to, you know shave his head out of respect for that or something like that. I don't know. But um, I think Chris Jericho loses. I think Ortiz gets this win. And maybe he puts him over as as well as he has put over uh, Santana, for example, who now is a very credible talker because of Chris Jericho, very credible wrestler because of Chris Jericho. Maybe he'll do that the same thing for, for Ortiz. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then this last one, this last uh, advertised match, is, or at least the, you know, currently advertised matches, Ethan Page versus Miro for Atlantic qualifying match to Forbidden Door. Between Ethan Page and Miro, who do you see winning? 
I see. I'm most likely I'm going with Miro to win. Like Ethan Page is getting a win. Like gets a win. Like he's gonna be getting a win on Dark against against Cesarian. So I see Miro getting the win on Dynamite tomorrow, advancing to the Forbidden Door. Right. Yeah, I think I think uh, Miro is going to win as well uh, because uh, obviously the fans would probably uh, not like the fact that Miro you know, doesn't win. Obviously, there's going to be some type of uproar if he doesn't. And also, like, the pairing of Miro with Ishii, who I think is going to win out of the New Japan, you know, side. I think uh, is going to be Ishii, Miro. Uh, and then uh, Pac is already there. And I think Malachi Black is... Or I, I know Malachi Black is going to beat Penta because Penta can't go to Forbidden Door. So I know for a fact it's going to be Malachi Black, Pac, I think it's going to be Miro, and I think to pair, you know, Miro, uh, you have to pair him with Ishii, who, which is a dream match, and you could have two dream matches, uh, Pac versus Malachi Black and, and Miro versus Tomohiro Ishii uh, in one match, you know, so, you know, kind of save some time there, I suppose. But, yeah, that's 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 our prediction for yeah. that match. And then the final match, which is, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with this match, or we're going to still talk about it or what we think is going to happen with it is this TLC match that was promoted last week between the tag team champions, the Jurassic Express, the Young Bucks, and the Hardy Boys. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. I guess my question is, what do you think is going to happen? What are, what are they going to do after this Jeff Hardy, you know, arresting situation, DJI situation? Uh, Jeff Hardy arrest. It was really horrible. But... Of, uh, of the arrest. It was very horrible. Like, Jeff Hardy should, like, take a break from wrestling and get help when he needed. Yeah. And update that Tony Khan, like, indefinitely suspended Jeff Hardy without pay. And AW is going to help Jeff Hardy get into rehab for substance abuse because Jeff Hardy really definitely needs the help. And he's not, he's not taking high risk moves. That's, cause that's causing him to drink more. And getting him, getting himself in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So one more to have to assume that the Hardy Boys, at least Jeff Hardy, isn't going to be part of this match. But yes, uh, I saw that, and and you know we we don't know if you know the the you know high risk moves are leading him to drink more, and I'm sure it's part of it. I don't know if it's the heart of the whole story, but I'm sure it's part of it. But uh, yeah, so Jeff Hardy will probably, or most likely, actually, he's not going to be on at Dynamite tomorrow since he's suspended. So maybe they do something with uh, Matt Hardy with someone else. Uh, maybe Matt Hardy with Christian, which would make sense. Yeah, Matt Hardy with Christian. You know, um, I think that would. I just made that. I just made that up right now, and that would actually make sense for for Christian turning on on Jungle Boy. Yeah, I li- I like that idea, but uh, maybe you. Uh, I think I saw one, one post with Sean Rasap or Dave Meltzer. I think it was saying that, oh, a likely situation would probably be Lucha Brothers uh, replacing the Hardy Boys, which you know you could have a modern day, you know, whatever the TLC was between the, the Ray, the, you know, whatever the the whole TLC thing with, in the day in the two thousands, but. Uh, yeah, this Jeff Hardy situation is very bad. Obviously, um, the third time in ten years, and 
and you know he's he needs help obviously and AW is offering him the help and it seems like he's gonna accept this help but that's the important thing between uh, in this in this thing because uh, he needs to accept it and you know last time he was uh, offered it by Dodo he didn't accept it maybe he should have you know but uh, yeah this is a bad situation obviously we love Jeff Hardy Jeff Hardy is part of everybody's childhood but uh, um, you know things yeah. happen it's it's life and probably most hopefully it gets better yeah all right so that's it for the preview there's mm-hmm. a lot of news i mean that, that that's that's part of the news jeff hardy's part of the news mm-hmm. uh there's been a lot of news i don't know if you could figure um you know think of something about the news or i could think of something about some news mm. Uh, let's see this news. Was the Andrade Forbidden Door thing? Right, right. Do you want to start that off, or you want me? Yeah. To... Apparently, Andrade said that because CML and AAA's like politics, like Andrade and his Mexican friends can't go to the New Japan's Forbidden Door pay per view. Right. And Andrade posted a thing on Twitter saying that uh, you know. Uh, you know, AAA and Samelele being the reasons why, you know, he can't be at the Forbidden Door. And obviously, everybody was being excited because in Double or Nothing, uh, he was, uh, he debuted El Toro Blanco and Rush, uh, who is a former Ingobernable. I guess they're still current Ingobernables. Um, and you could have seen something between, you know, Los Ingobernables de Mexico and Los Ingobernables de Japón. Uh, but, you know, obviously that can't happen now because Andrade can't be there, which, you know, I also mentioned that with the Lucha Brothers can't be there either because of their involvement with AAA. And, and the thing also, you know, now with this Jeff Hardy situation, the Hardy Boys was supposed to uh, wrestle for Triple Mania this, this Saturday, I believe. And, you know, now they're trying to, you know, they have to, you know, Obviously, replace that match, and they're thinking about FTR defending their triple uh, championships, taking championships. And if they do, then that might muddy the waters with FTR competing in Forbidden Door, which surely the the plans are to have them compete in Forbidden Door. But uh, you know, there's obviously uh, a lot of politics. Obviously, um, Semelele has a big history with you know being very political uh, against triple A. Also, uh, they have a working relationship with New Japan, and maybe they want to be the only Mexican promotion to, or to you know, send Mexican wrestlers over there. And obviously, if you know Mexican wrestlers that they compete for AAA go to New Japan, that kind of defies the the kind of deal with Semelele, with Semelele, you know. But uh, yeah, there's there's unfortunate for Andrade for the Lucha Brothers for potentially. Um, for potentially FTR, but uh, you know, what well, what could we do about it? It's it's, it's the business. It's uh, they play their game, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. also I I got another news. Um, the Thunder Rosa thing. Did you see this Thunder Rosa thing about? Uh, I forgot the word, but she was kind of purposely not uh, not selling well and not not being cooperative in her match against Marina Shafir. 
and sandbagging. That's that's the word sandbagging. She was being a, she was doing sandbagging, which is basically what I just said. Um, you know, not selling well, making your opponent look a little bit of less quality uh, by not you know moving or not being cooperative. What do you think about this? Like, do do um, see Thunder Rosa as a negative? You know, part of AW. Of, of, what do you think about her sandbagging Marina Shafir? Her sandbagging—that gives me a change of opinion on Thunder Rosa. Like, she's a great wrestler, but th- sandbagging is not cool. We 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 saw that before with like Eva Lee release like. Eva Lee's right, right, right. And yeah. it didn't go badly. It went badly. Yeah, no, that that uh, interestingly was uh, also a match between Thunderous and Eva Lee's. So uh, she has some type of history with this. Uh, um, I think yeah, uh, Thunderosa and. I don't know. I, I think she's a great babyface. She's she caters to her fans, but uh, she also wants to be the one on top all the time. Sometimes you know, um, the yeah. desperation might get to her, or that gets to a lot of people, you know. But especially against someone like Marina Shafir, who's a proven UFC come combat fighter, who probably could like, you know, beat her at something or whatever. But you know, this is un- obviously it's unprofessional. It's 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 not a good thing for anyone because if you don't sell for Marina Shafir, you don't you know you act difficult for your opponent, and obviously your opponent is gonna be less or your your next opponents at least are gonna be less you know uh, adamant to to sell your things, and this is bad for your business, it's bad for their business, it's bad for the business of AW, it's bad for a for the women's title in general. It just it doesn't look good at all in any situation in any circumstance. And I think this is the thing that I don't really like about Thunderosa. Well, obviously, I'm of Mexican descent. I understand what what to who she caters to, but sometimes you know her the intention it, uh, and obviously sometimes those intentions are a little bit more selfish rather than you know uh, anything else. And I think it kind of she makes it too apparent. Obviously, a lot of wrestlers are very selfish, but a lot of a lot of wrestlers are very good. In, hiding that, but I don't know. I think the sandbagging doesn't have a place in, in wrestling today uh, because uh, especially AW, it's a very communal, communal, you know, you know, environment is everybody's supposed to be in it together now since the, you know, the tempers are flaring and everything and everybody wants a spot and uh, needs to assure a spot. Um, these tactics are being used, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is, I guess, this is the end. Yes. Uh, I just want to say, uh, thank you very much for for having me here for this podcast for for having me in this. What, what was it like? Two months. Yeah. Uh, with you, it, a good time, a pleasure to be with you. Uh, you're yes. a great, a great guy, man. You have a good knowledge and everything, and and. It was great. Um, hopefully, in the future, maybe we'll do this again. But uh, for now, yeah. um, we're good. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. This is Augusta Ali Podcast Extra. I'll see you on Saturday for my 
my my Agasali podcast with my new co-host. See you later.